Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation 1. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 12, Chain Letter. I'm May and I'm joined by the lovely Chloe. Hello. So Quinn won't be joining us this week, but she'll be giving us thoughts when we cover episode 13 in two weeks. And yes, I did say two weeks and that's because there's no episode next week for the new year break. So that's a planned thing that was announced in the episode guide listing a few weeks back. So that's nice to know, uh, and I'm assuming that that's not going to be changing. And if it does change and we do have an episode, well, we have an episode. Okay. But as it stands, there'll be no episode released next week, so there'll be no coverage of an episode because we don't have uh, future seeing powers not at all. Yet, at least. So that which. Yeah, not not yet, not at this, uh, not at the moment, but I'm maybe. On it. Yeah, we're we're working on it. But anyway, so yes, no Quinn, and next week's episode will be not next week's episode. It'll be two weeks from now episode. So I guess with all that housekeeping out of the way, let's jump on to the synopsis. So we learn about a chain letter is spreading, which only is sent when it's deleted, and when it's sent and received a Zasumon appears, and these Zasumon like to feed on water, and if they drink water, they grow and they grow and they grow, and they're basically spreading like weeds, and they're basically uh, weeds. So the group sort of research this and try to work out what's causing it, and then Kiyoshiro, who is kind of angered by these Zasumon because not only is Jellymon scared of them, because she looks like water and she doesn't want to get eaten, Kiyoshiro is actually getting the blame because he received the email from professor, he deleted it, and then it ends up being sent to the entire dorm. So both of Kiyoshiro and Jellymon want revenge on the Mon of the Week. So they go to a lake field and Tesla Jellymon fights them, and Hiro wants to join in as well because Angoramon isn't really doing much in the fight because Angoramon can't evolve yet, so Hiro wants to help out. No, he and Hero isn't sure what form Gammon will be able to evolve into because he has this, the multiple forms. And Gammon tells him not to hesitate, and he ends up evolving to a new form, Wesen Gammon, who is basically a Triceratop with gun blades, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I, I like him. And so they fight. But then an older-looking Zasumon shows up and apologises and says that the others were just ones that got loose. And he looks very evil at the end, so I guess that's something to worry about and we might have a, another reoccurring bad guy character to uh, give us a heckin' big concern. Mm-hmm. So the episode ends. Now that we're done going over the synopsis for this week's episode, let's get down to discussion. So, Chloe, what were your highlights this week? Um, so, the, the the plot didn't quite evolve exactly the way that I thought it would, but I do think that it went pretty well. I liked that it was just the, you know, hey, you get punished for not spreading it. I do wish that we'd gotten a point to see where uh, someone did forward it and see whether or not they were fine, because since we only saw people delete it, my brain is now just like, what happens? Um... Well, that was one of the yeah, that was one of the YouTube titles, wasn't it? it was like uh, they they were scrolling through like a not YouTube, and it was like uh, let's see what happens when I forward the email, let's see what happens when I delete the email, mm. and it was so I like how they're sort of going into that. Like I know it's set in the future, but like this modern day aspect of how to how people handling mm-hmm. weird things like this, and they're all these like chain letter challenges, which <laughs> yeah. is just it's it's so great. I I love the fact that they've adapted to how people would handle these kind of events and it's just with youtube challenges Mm -hmm. and that was that was fun yeah and it sounds like about right honestly i could definitely see people doing that in real life i feel like they already do Mm. do that in real life yeah Um, like uh there's been a few of those weird sort of uh not like modern day folk tales when people are like hey let's try to to this is the bloody mary challenge or mm -hmm. what have you or the boogeyman challenge so I can very much see people do that, and that was a nice like how people would handle it. Is I just I really appreciated yeah. that. Uh, admittedly, I wasn't super present for this online phenomena because I thought it was largely stupid. But like way back when, when there was that whole like cl- killer clown scare, I feel like there were mm. people posting videos of like you know <gasps> me and my homies confronting a killer clown or you know stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like it, it kind of gave me some of those vibes. 
What I really appreciated in this episode was the fact that it didn't, it, even though we had an evolution from Gamamon, it wasn't a hero episode. We had the cast doing various things to be important in the plot in their own way. We had Ruri basically leading an evacuation effort on that with the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she rescued her friends. We have Kiyoshiro feeling kind of like he was to blame for the for the spam getting out, so he has to correct his name by defeating the Mon of the Week. Mm-hmm. And we also have Jellymon, who is herself scared of the of the Mon of the Week because she looks like water. Mm-hmm. So we had each member of the cast participating and contributing their own take to the episode. And then, of course, we had only in the last like bit of the episode where Hero's, I guess, almost struggling or coming to terms with the fact that his Digimon can evolve to different forms and he's not sure about how to apply the tactics depending on what evolution he has. He'll have the Fireballs as Battle Gamamon or he'll have the ability to fly as Chaos Gamamon. So it's him trying to apply tactics to this battle. And I really appreciate that. Like it's, We got those three different views on the, on the happenings of the episode. And yeah, I just, I felt like it was a good balance between, okay, we have an evolution from Hero's Digimon, but that's only going to be like in the last chunk. So we're going to have Ruri and Kiroshiro contribute to the episode Mm -hmm. in their own way and that was a nice way of doing it I didn't feel like it was too weighted on any of the other characters it felt a really nice balance between the three yeah and I really I really like that yeah yeah I definitely agree um I still think that um well I'll save that for low lights but yeah I um I definitely liked the episode. It definitely didn't feel like it was weighted too heavily toward any particular character. Everyone seemed like they had at least, you know, something they were doing for a, a not insignificant portion of the episode. It was it was pretty good. Um, yeah. More, like, minor moments that I really liked uh, was Gammon just up in, like, curb stomping Hero's phone. That was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was funny when, he's, uh, when he gets the email and he's just like, no, it gives me bad vibes. Mm-hmm. And... Gamamon only wants to save the world because the world gives him chocolate. I still am pretty annoyed by that, if I'm being honest, but I won't go oh, into I, that. I liked it. Right I now. was like, <laughs> like he's like he doesn't really care. Like he's smiling through the whole conversation. Like the Zasamon does not face him at all. Yeah, but when he realizes that the world gives him chocolate, I just I found that really just. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get why it's annoying because it is in every episode that he's motivated by chocolate. Yeah. But m- maybe I just vibe with it so much. I'm just like, yeah, what a mood. I mean, that's fair. Like, I, I thought it was, I thought it was sweet. But yeah, I just, I like this episode. I like how we got. I like how they sort of pushed Jellymon into the episode because mm-hmm. it felt more meaningful that we had two evolutions rather than it just being another. Oh, Gamamon evolves battle. Yep. It's really nice that we're actually using. The fact that we have evolutions. Like, last episode, yeah, it was just another sort of... Well, we don't have Angoramon evolving, so let's just have Gammon evolving. And even mm. though I loved last epi- last week's episode, it was hurt by the fact that we, don't ha- we didn't have, like, any other evolution from that. But in this episode, it felt nice that we had Jellymon evolve and did quite well in the battle. Mm-hmm. And even then, we also have Wes and Gammon, and the two very much could have killed all of the Zasamon, and then the Elder showed up. Mm-hmm. And I just, and also again, it's another n- a nice take of oh, how are we going to end the, this episode? Well, what if they were basically like a flock of sheep that just got loose, and this like elder was in control of them? And that's sort of different to what we've had in previous weeks. And I'm glad we've moved away from oh, it's just a misunderstanding sort of thing. I felt like it was another interesting, different mm. way to to finish the episode and i do have a low light about how the episode ended but we will get to that okay, in low yeah. lights. i've still got some more highlights but... oh yeah, yeah yeah continue please yeah. uh well so i i uh it's something that you i think mentioned either last episode or a couple episodes ago where it's just like there a lot of times you find yourself thinking something and then the show immediately addresses it and it, that's always really mm. nice and so that mm. happened for me actually which is pretty nice was because in this episode i was like why is Jellymon so afraid of these people? And then uh, they said, oh, yeah, the Zasamon, uh, you know, survives by drinking water. And I was like, oh, okay, that explains it. And then immediately they were just like, oh, so that's why you're so afraid of them? Because you look like you're mostly made of water. So that yeah. was nice. Yeah, like I call that Atmoning it mm-hmm. because Atmon did it often where something weird would happen and I'd, be, and I'd question it and then they'd 
just answer it. Mm-hmm. And I and I was the same. I was like, okay, this is completely out of character for Jellymon. Like at the start of the episode, I was kind of worried that this was just a yeah. plot convenience to make her yep. either weakened in a battle or less important. And while it was like same. it was relevant to the plot that she was scared, and it was so to make her feel like she wanted revenge. Yeah, it just it it, added some flavor yeah. to her character because you know, like she. And then I, I just love how she felt like she needed to make up for it later by being like way more gung ho about it. Like that. That was that was nice. That added some depth. You know, she yeah. she's scared of things that can actually threaten her. But you know, once she got the the homies with her, then she'll start laying laying the smackdown or whatever. Mm. I also really loved Jellymon's, like, you know, I've seen one this big moment. It was pretty excellent. Yeah, and I love that it's, like, it's not just something that's new to the the, the world in general. It's something that has happened in the digital world before. Like, this is an ongoing problem. Mm-hmm. This is just how that they have presented in the the human world. They have always just sort of been feeding on water and growing and becoming just big and being nuisances, basically. But the way that they've adapted, and this is something that Ghost Game, I guess, is kind of doing with their Mon of the Week, is that it's showing how Digimon have already existed in the digital world, but also how they're adapting to exist in the human world and the problems that that brings. And I'm 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 really enjoying that sort of aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a point where uh, it was when the Zasamon were wrecking up the restaurant. And some of them knock over a big old thing of condiments, and one of them is just laying on the ground, letting condiments fall into fall into its mouth. And uh, yeah. I just want to inform Toei Animation that I never gave permission for my likeness to be used like that. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. It's I just I also really like the animation in this episode. Yeah, it, it struck me as better than some of the last ones, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, cl- I mean, a lot closer was- to that first episode standard. It felt like. Yeah, I feel like there was probably a lot of stock animation used of just like the Zasamon because mm-hmm. they were just hordes of them. You can just very much just copy and paste them. Yeah. But I felt like that it was fine the way they did it because it's it's spam. Mm-hmm. And they made it they made the Zasamon look really gross. Yeah. I also like, like how the episode was just kind of yeah. a lot of like, yeah, here's how exponential growth works. Cough cough uh, also this is how a pandemic works. Mm. But yeah. Um, I also, the, the, the whole like reverse Hydra thing that they were doing was pretty interesting, you know, get, uh, grouping up as they take more damage as opposed to, you know, getting split apart into, yeah, that was, that was pretty neat. Oh yeah. That, that was a, that was nice to see. Like, yeah, you're right. It is. It's often seen that like, oh, you, you cut off something and then it just becomes like its own mm-hmm. entity, but yeah, no, yeah. they were combining the slime divides or whatever, themselves. but yeah, no, that, yeah. so that was kind of interesting. And then uh, this episode also contained the thus far one and only time that I've actually liked one of those flashes of inspiration followed by a technique name, uh, because mm. when Kiyoshiro does it, you can tell that he's just leaning into it so hard. He like so he looks extra. like he's getting a headache, and he's like, oh, and then says the attack. It was like it was just the mm. most chuny. He was chunying it up, and it was yeah. phenomenal. I mean, I I on that topic actually, I felt like it was almost like they listened to what we said last episode because they didn't have the flashes of inspiration for every attack. They because mm-hmm. we even we just had them calling out the attack names as they ran alongside them without the extra animation, and mm-hmm. then we only had it for Kyo when he was doing doing that attack, and yeah. it just felt like they were like, okay, we'll we'll play it down, but we'll do it really extra when we do do it. Mm-hmm. And I think so they've was... been working towards that for a while because even last week they had a couple of them at least that didn't have the you know splash screen mm. effect. Um, yeah, well, they, that's but, yeah. sort of that's how Digimon does it. Like with the the card slash in Tamers, they would introduce it and they would just sl- swipe it every time they would show the full animation. Mm. But later mm. on, they start to phase that out and they only have maybe one card slash an episode and it's usually the the focal point of the episode gets the card slash and then everything else is just like a card slash and it's a quick like just not non-animated like it's just kind of on the side Mm -hmm. so that that is something that wouldn't surprise me if they go to only using that flash of inspiration i mean if nothing else if they keep moving in that direction they'll get like 30 extra seconds an episode (laughs) Mm. 
And this series needs the It really the needs the time, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I like this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I like, I think I'm liking, I liked after watching it, but I think after talking about it, I like it more and more. Mm, okay, okay. Like, it was just a, a fun episode. Like, I, I liked it, and it just had everything that a Ghost Game episode has that I like. And it just had a combination of all that. Mm-hmm. Do we have any other highlights? I think I've pretty much hit my whole list of highlights. Okay, on to lowlights. I'm going to be real boring and say the lowlight that I have literally every episode, which is, wow, they go to their ending quickly and mm-hmm. it's quickly resolved in about two seconds, very suddenly. But I mean, in this episode, I found that it kind of made sense that we had the elder show up just at the end, at the very end, randomly, just as Wes and Gammon was going to kill the Zasamon. Like that was, I mean, at least it showed up because it didn't want the Zasamon to die. But it very much felt like it was over incredibly quickly, and that's something that is not unique to this episode. It's something that I mention every week: mm-hmm. is that the the episodes all have a really strong start and a pretty strong middle, but then as soon as they get to actually fighting the Mon of the Week. It ends very quickly. Mm-hmm. They get, like, the the battle, and then the battle just ends very suddenly, and we get, like, a very, very small resolution that's only a few seconds in explanation, and then the end of the episode is just Angoramon saying something vague. And I, I honestly feel like, and mm. I guess, yes, I do say this every episode, it, I'm, I am broken record me, but... Each episode would be so much better if it was 40 minutes in length because just that extra... Even if it was just like 35 minutes or 30 minutes, just a little bit longer to do the battle. And that's something that I don't often say for Digimon. Mm -hmm. Usually I say, wow, they could have set up this battle better. Why was the battle like 10 minutes in length? It could have been two minutes in length. Mm -hmm. So this is like the opposite of what I say for every other episode of Digimon. Well, except for Ghost Game, obviously. But I just... I felt like... The setup was so good, and then the resolution and the battle and the climax of the episode just happened so quickly and was cut off so short. I really think it's a problem that Ghost Game has, and it's the problem with the 20-minute time format runtime. It's just it just it just happens so quickly, and it just feels like the payoff's not worth the the, the build up is so good, and then the payoff just sort of ends. And it's a shame because the the build up and the exploring and you know the information gathering parts of the episode, those are all really good. But and I don't want I don't want them to cut those bits shorter because if they were any shorter, I feel like they wouldn't get the point across as well, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't do it as well. So I can't think of anything else that they can remove except for just add in more time to the episode, which is not possible because they've been allocated mm-hmm. a specific runtime and in this specific time format. Yeah. So I don't feel like that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Well, to to I mix really metaphors a little, like you know, even a broken record is right twice a day. Like you're you're very not wrong. Yeah. These are problems that I wish I... that they were doing something about. I also wish yeah. it could be a little bit longer. Yeah, like it just. I I mean, I feel like this has happened to most episodes in Ghost Game that just felt too short. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely it's it's definitely a, a good thing a good sign if I'm saying hey I want more time on this episode in some episodes of Colin it was just like okay but why wasn't this episode and this episode combined into one episode why were they mm-hmm. two separate episodes so it's like the anti adventure Colin in the way that it's enjoyable but they really could use with longer episodes mm-hmm. I've got a little more flavor to add to the lowlights uh... oh yep yeah, keep on going yeah so. <clears throat> The first thing that jumped out to me was that I found it, like, extremely unrealistic that all the students would just automatically blame the dorm leader. Because, like, it's it's the near future. They should know enough that just because it, you know, came from someone's, like, you know, Facebook account or whatever, it doesn't mean that they sent it. It probably means that someone, you know, got their info or there's a, you know, a hack of some sort or whatever. Um so it just felt weird to me that they instantly turned on Kiyoshiro. It was like, oh, this must be his fault. Yeah, that seems like something he'd do. And I was like, y'all, y'all haven't been looking at the news. You don't know that this is happening all over the place. You think that you think that Kiyoshiro did this, really? So that that part struck me as a little unrealistic. Oh, see, I liked that. Like, I like how the characters went. Like, yeah, that sounds like something he'd do. Like, it's just like, all right, I guess he did put all those talismans up. So I guess. 
maybe he could do something like this or he would re who would I said retweet he would forward it on mm-hmm. out of fear like I feel like it's not get completely impossible that he would do stuff like that mm-hmm. so I kind of liked that sort of aspect so I I didn't have a problem with that at all but I can see what you mean like people shouldn't jump to conclusions that it was him when we have viruses and hackers but i think it's because it was like a fear thing like the and kiyoshiro is known to be yeah. quite scared of things and to be putting talisman on things to ward off bad guys like yeah i mean i, I guess i certainly kind of get it price. i just like that i don't i don't remember exactly how many people there were uh present at the thing but i feel like you know if I had been there and I'd been in the moment, I would have been like, wait, no, what? No, really? Come on. Like, that's not reasonable. There's, you know, sure, you might have sent it to us, but it's not like Kiyoshiro is engineering this whole thing. I don't know. I just got the impression mm. that they were blaming him for, like, everything going on. And that might just be my misinterpretation. But I mean, it could just... I know I know we are all team Kiyoshiro on this podcast. Oh, highly. But it could just mean that, that people just don't like him. Ah, oh, no way. How like, dare they? I I can com- imagine like maybe he's not. Comp- I mean, he's popular with us on the internet, but maybe amongst his peers, he's not particularly popular. Yeah, I mean, I guess he kind of made a whole show of at the very beginning of the series, just running around and like shoving talismans at everyone. So they're probably yeah, a little like, off put by him. So I mean, I like again, also, you know, I can get where they're coming from. I I, I get it. It just bugged me. He's this huge, like, little otaku with, like, he's a chunie and he just, mm-hmm. he's mo- he came back to Japan because of anime. Like, I, I, I love him, but I can see why he wouldn't be probably the most popular. Mm-hmm. So I, I, can't, I kind of get that. I suppose but, so. Yeah, I, do you have any other low lines? Yes. Because I don't really have... Oh, good, please Yeah, go I've ahead. got, like, five others. <laughs> oh, please, go ahead. Um, but a couple of them are going to be pretty quick here, because like I mentioned earlier, I'm still so over Gammon just doing everything for chocolate. Like, I really liked mm. the one episode where, you know, Gammon seemed concerned about Hero because he was having these weird time skips. Like, yeah, you know, if if you if you're if Gammon is uh, Hero's little brother, then I feel like, you know, little brother should be concerned for big brother. But most of the time he's just like, ah, screw it. I'm just here for the chocolate. And that just annoys me. Um, mm. I also kind of touched on it earlier, but I am, I am pretty sad we didn't get, you know, a grandma saying just like, you'll be fine if you just forward it or something like that. <laughs> um, because like I said yeah, earlier, I, really... I just, I can't help but wonder what happens if you did forward it. And I'm glad they at least have like a, a call to that in the, um, YouTube videos that we kind of get a peek at, but mm. I wish we got I something on screen that. about it. Yeah. Clickbait works. I, I, I was interested in non-real YouTube videos with clickbait on them. Yeah, for real. Like, like I want to know like, like what happens if they forward it. What happens if they just don't open it? What happens if they read it but don't forward it but also don't delete it? Like, ugh. Hmm. I need to know. But, like, I mean, and this is another problem that we get from And there's just not enough time to explore, time. yeah. Because if we had, like, an extra ten minutes on this, we could have an extra five minutes for the battle and then an extra few minutes just having... Maybe it's uh, it's Hero's friend and he ends up forwarding it because he's such, like, a, a little silly little demon man. <laughs> and he ends up, like, I don't know, being immune to the Zasumon or he, or he gets a Zasumon as his Digimon and then he becomes, like, the fourth kid Ooh. except he has Zasumon. I'm... I'm... I've got some thoughts that yep. I will need to be reminded of later when we're doing the next episode thing, because I I have a theory that is going to be big if true, but to continue my lowlights in the meantime here, I am mm-hmm. pretty pissed that they gave Hero a third evolution before uh, Rui and Angoramon get one. Like, I didn't expect a new evolution at all this episode, and all that happened after this one was like 30 seconds of like just a, a little montage while Wes and Gammon just literally didn't even move, and we shook the screen around a bunch and made some smoke and explosions until someone said, please stop. And mm. like, I get that the evolution made sense, uh, since like Hero seemed like conflicted and stressed uh, when about to do the evolution, which I guess literally brought out the big guns, but like, come on y'all really gonna make ruby be the last one to get an evo like i really i don't i don't mind that she's being the last because someone has to but like you're gonna you're gonna let hero get a fourth serving before ruby's gotten a second it just uh it bugs me yeah i i, I kind of get what you mean but 
I do understand that they're trying to get all these evolutions out mm-hmm. by and the just, time. And yep. it's it's hmm, maybe not a fair comparison to make, but you know they've they've teased a fourth like shadow evolution with uh, Gammon since the first mm. episode. If they're not gonna give us an Angoramon evolution yet, could they at least like you know start dropping some crumbs for us? You know. But if we're not going to have yeah. all of them have a, you know, scary shadow evolution, then it's probably not fair to compare with the only person who's going to get a scary shadow evolution foreshadowed. Mm. So, you know, but I feel like See, it wouldn't have I... to be foreshadowed that way. It could be done other ways. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they can't just because otherwise they would have all of the Gamma 1 evolutions just just sort of combined together in like a bunch of episodes and then it'd be like three episodes in a row of hero episodes and i feel like i would i'm would be more annoyed at that than if we just had them spaced out in between the evolutions Mm -hmm. so i don't particularly mind because they are kind of sandwiched between the other characters getting their own focus and their own episodes and at least this episode still as i said at the start like it didn't feel like that much of a hero episode it's Mm -hmm. still focused on the rest of the cast so i'm I'm not too like that that's why it's not really a highlight uh, sorry it's not really a low light for me Mm -hmm. it's just something that i think could have been way way worse if it was just like gamma one evolution episode followed by another gamma one evolution episode followed by another gamma one evolution episode followed by another gamma one evolution episode you're not wrong at least this way it's it's spaced out yeah we've had like episodes that focus around other characters we've had evolution episodes so it's to me it's it's not too bad because i guess i've seen worse in digimon before where we've Mm -hmm. just had the one character is the focus for a chunk of episodes well see that's what i'm here for is to raise your everyone's standards here by reminding you that digimon sucks sometimes (laughs) yeah like i wonder how much i'd be enjoying ghost game if adventure colon was fantastic Mm -hmm. if if a ghost game would would just be oh it's it's okay or if it would still be fantastic or if it wouldn't be that good it so it it might be just because colon was i didn't enjoy colon particularly much and i had a few problems with it mm-hmm. and i feel like in comparison a ghost game is just so much more fun and i'm just i'm really enjoying it so yeah i just my only low light is the low light that I have every week, mm-hmm. which is just why is it so? It's, each episode's so short, but I don't know how they're running out of time because yeah. no other Digimon series has felt like an episode has gone yeah. too quickly. They're running out of time because they're taking the time to set up an interesting premise, which I feel like, at least for what little I saw of Adventure Colon, they just didn't bother with. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't. Or it just sort of, it had like a, a quick info dump of like a few minutes, but nothing else was happening during this time. It was just mm-hmm. all of the exposition at once instead of slowly discovering it. Yeah. And that was kind of annoying. In Ghost Game, it's... And I guess it's because it, it this series is episodic. Like, every episode is kind mm-hmm. of almost self-contained. Like, every episode will have, like, a start, a, be- a middle, and an end. And it's more or less resolved at the end of the episode. There's no, yeah. like, not many two-parters. So I guess that is a negative of the show, that it just... They can't... We've done one two-parter. Fit. We had the Clockmon resolution. Yeah, but and I assume we're going yeah, to I, I guess in the future have a uh, a Weedmon resolution, and uh, I'm going to forget the name of the the one who was erasing people's photos. Oh, Dracomon. Drac- yes, thank you. I feel like he we're was. He was. Yeah, he wasn't. Re- he, he wasn't erasing people's photos. He was erasing people's like or like he was well, erasing, erasing them Rui's via their photos. Parts. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was still so like I'm. Yeah, we've got a couple like of threads dangling. Um, and yeah, kind of and on, same with this one. yeah, on, on the note of, uh, well, partially just a lack of time thing. I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we got absolutely no resolution as to like, are, are people going to remember that Digimon exist next week? Like they wrecked up a city and they got a lot of people, uh, you know, like we saw some people get bitten. Is that dude just going to forget that he got bitten? Yeah. Or like, See, that's... I'm tempted to. I, I'm I'm betting that they're just gonna say if they give any justification at all, it's gonna be uh, like, oh no, you see, no, we didn't use the word Digimon, so those were hologram ghosts. Well, they all said but... like the people who were fighting back against the Zasumon, they're all like, oh, hologram ghosts. Yeah. So at least they were kind of acknowledging it. But yeah, it was a milestone in the way that 
this is the first time a hologram ghost attack has been wildly spread yeah. and wildly seen. I feel like just can't really be ignored or brushed under the, you know, rug or anything like that. No, I feel like this might be a turning point in that people, like, hologram ghosts become less, and I, I'm probably going to eat my words here, but hologram ghosts become more of, like, a a real-life threat rather than just a rumour mm. that people disregard. Like, this is something that a lot of people saw and a lot of people experienced, and all of those people would know someone. And if it's just forwarded out to, depending on who this professor knows that had the, the spam email... And also, th- th- does that someone, like, destroy the person at the start? I feel like we didn't. We need to check on that professor. Is he okay? Yeah, well, right, and I guess we're, uh, well, we didn't really get any resolution to that either, but, you know, I'm going to assume that since it's a kid's show, uh, the Zasimon magically returned the water to everybody. Yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah, he, because people are like, what, 90% water or something? I, so yeah, like something big. This this episode could have gone like really horrifying if like mm-hmm. they just started like Azasmon started kissing someone and just like inhaled all their water and just horrifying. Yeah. Though I mean that that's kind of what happened to the professor, but that could have mm-hmm. gone really horrifying. Yeah. Oh, and actually to to spoil a close to five year old game, so if you're if you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn and really care about the story, skip ahead a couple minutes. But. Uh, um, the whole, uh, like, exponential growth leading to apocalypse scenario from this episode where they're like, oh yeah, they'll just, you know, drink all the water and become unstoppable is, like, extremely similar to the whole, uh, you know, robot plague in Horizon Zero Dawn. It's that, like, the only real difference is, is that, uh, it was powered by water as opposed to just biomass and mm. that, you know, we had a happy ending, uh, in, in this one because it was all just a misunderstanding asterisk. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of neat, and I mainly just noticed it because I've been playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn again lately because it's a very fun game. Yeah, that that, that that's fair. I've uh, I've watched Brady play it, but uh, we haven't like when I say we haven't finished it. I mean he hasn't finished it, but it's I, I like watching him play games. It's it's fun for me. But uh, yeah, so but I, I I like the way the game looked. And Jesus, is that already five years old? Okay, it was like a twenty seventeen. Right, yeah, time is weird. Right. But in any case, do we have any other low lines? Yes. Um, okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is the last one, though, um, which is that I'm a little exasperated to see that we're doing another, uh, we're letting the bad guy leave because it was all a misunderstanding, but it's not as bad as it could be because I feel like that was hinted heavily enough to the point of just having said it that, you know, the there's something else going on here and mm. the elder Zasimon is just kind of playing them right now. So yeah. I'm hoping also, that'll be another recurring villain for us. But it wasn't an, a misunderstanding in the same way that we had Mummy Mon misunderstanding that people die when they are killed, or Pumpkin Mon not knowing how to make friends. Like it wasn't the same misunderstanding there. It was just like an accident, more like like oh no, my Zasumon flock got away from me and caused problems. Like, I guess was... I don't know. I mean, he, he tried to like elicit the same sort of sympathy where he was like, "Oh, I did it because I was lonely and just mm. wanted to have someone to talk to," yeah, and but, like, then it just got out I of mean, hand. And you know, clearly he's just spewing out his ass. Yeah. But oh, look! If we didn't have like that very obvious like look of "I'm actually a bad guy," that would have been a neg- like a huge negative for me. I would not have enjoyed it because I mm-hmm. would have felt like. It was just, like, clearly pulled out of absolutely nowhere. Like, oh, I was, uh, checks notes lonely. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was, it could have just been the writers being completely la- lazy and looking at the other episode. Like, oh, well, that worked with the Pumpkinmon episode. Right, exactly. But because Zasumon is actually evil, mm-hmm. it's like, it's almost like he yeah, I'm able to witnessed forgive them the for events. It. Yeah, and he yeah. was just, like, all I- according to Keikaku, and then, you know, yeah, now I'm going like, to wh- save my, my peons so that we can store up yeah. our strength and strike later or whatever. And look, I'm I'm going to grasp at like far too many straws that will fit in my tiny little hands. But what if he Zasmon has been watching and he stole that from the Pumpkinmon episode? Mm. Like he saw Pumpkinmon and was just like, "Well, that worked for him. Oh, I was checks notes lonely." Like if like that that could be fun. I don't think that's the case because that seems a little too good, but I said yeah. that a lot in Appmon and it ended up being mm. too good. That's fair. And or 
on the reverse end, I was always saying, hey, that sounds too good for Adventure Colon, and then they'd do it, but they'd do it in the worst possible way, <laughs> yeah. so either way. But in any case, no, we can definitely, uh, we can go places with that, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad, even if like it was like a plot twist like 10 episodes from now that Zassamon was evil and we didn't get that look of evil, I would have I would have not enjoyed this episode as much had we not had that really obvious like huh but what I, but I'm actually evil blah blah yeah. blah they slap you in the face with it like end. three times and I feel like they could have gotten away with just doing it once but you know I, I'm I'm glad that we at least had that rather than just be left hanging mm, because otherwise it would have just been such a a boring wrap up. Of, yeah, oh, I would have oh, hated was, this episode if we oh, if we if that had yeah, been played me, straight. Me too. Like, and again, it would have fallen under my my low light of just they don't have enough time because like oh I would have argued oh they would have had more time to explain a better reason other than just like oh I was lonely misunderstanding yada 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 mm-hmm. like if, like that would have also fallen under that low light. But no, it was actually a look of suspicion. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that that makes me want to watch more and. Again, another bad guy. We've got Dracomon on the loose, and now we've got Zassamon on the loose. So that's kind of cool. It's like Sith. There's always one master and one apprentice, or something. I don't know. Don't don't Star Wars at me, please. Anyone who's listening. Oh, I to was this. I was about to because like I don't know much about Star Wars, but my favorite theory is that Jar Jar Binks is actually uh, a Sith yeah, Lord. Yeah, I really like that one. <laughs> and I've and seen I like a compilation. I think there's, like, a compilation called, like, Jar Jar being not totally being a Sith Lord for ten minutes, and it's just a compilation of him just, like, mm-hmm. being really suspicious. Yep, yep. It's perfect. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's the extent of my Sith Lord knowledge, is that Jar Jar Binks is one. But, anyway, moving on, what were our ratings for this week's episode? Did we already do favorite character? Uh, we Did do. we normally do oh, you're, the you're right. right order? We do I don't favorite remember character the first. order. I was... okay. Thank you so much. That's um, the my order favorite I put character... in my notes, but I was like, I'm probably wrong. No, you're, pr- you're right. Always call me out because I would have forgotten to mention that Kiyoshiro is my favorite character again. Hey, how about that? Me too. Well, to be fair, I was kind of like, Kiyoshiro is, is one of the few valid choices, as great as this episode was, but also I guess Jellymon could have been, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm mainly choosing Kiyoshiro or Jellymon in this season, and that is completely, completely valid. Yeah, that's fine, uh, honestly. Now, okay, now we can get on to the rating, mm-hmm. which I gave it a 4. I, I feel like it's almost a 4.5, because I feel like it's almost as good as the Halloween episode, but... I felt like the Halloween episode used its time better, like it felt more complete. It didn't feel like, oh, but what if we had somewhere else to go at the end? Like if they just had a bit of explanation there or a bit more time in the battle. So I'm just going to give it a four, but I definitely enjoyed this episode, even though it it does have the problem of being very short. Chloe, what are you giving this? I need to really quickly uh, check and make sure that I'm not putting this in a, um, which episode was, gosh, which episode was Halloween episode? Halloween was episode four and you gave it a 4.5. Okay. So I think I'm going to surprise you here. I think I'm going to surprise you here because I had way more lowlights, but despite all that, like I I actually quite liked this episode and I was initially was going to give it a 4.5. I wanted to make sure that I didn't put it as higher than the, uh, the Halloween episode, because I do think I liked that one better overall, but I'll put it on the, the same tier, but put it below it in my ranking, I think. Okay, that's basically where I have mine as well, so I guess that also brings me to my next question, is ranking, and that means that you would put it in just below episode four, so you'd put mm-hmm. it in fourth place. Yep. That That's fair. Um, I'm look- I've put mine directly under episode four as well, but I've liked a few episodes since, so I'm- mine's in uh, fifth place. So wait, no, that's not fifth place, that's sixth place. My eyes are weird. So I've put it in sixth place, but also just under episode four, Isn't because I really place? did like episode four. No, sixth, sixth place. Oh, yeah, sorry. For- wait, uh, you want it under number four, though, right? Yeah, I'm putting it under number four. Yeah, so that's-, that's sixth place. Oh, I'm looking nine. at Quinn's column. Ah! Sorry. Oh yeah, that happens. No, it's uh yeah, so you've got it in fourth place, I and I've got it in sixth place, and Quinn will put it in somethingth place yeah. and we'll we'll ask her when, when she watches it. Stay tuned and to find out next stay time. Stay tuned. So for overall we can't do overall because we don't have uh Quinn's ranking of it. But I guess just on the two on, on the two of our opinions it's off to it a would be start. under 
Yeah, it, it would be under episode four, which is would be in fifth place. And but then Quinn's might change it depending on mm-hmm. she might she might disagree with us and say that it's the worst episode. And then I hope she does. I guess it depends. Yeah, I mean that that'd be interesting discussion. Yeah. It's always good. Like I think we we've only disagreed once this season though, and that was for episode ten, which I gave a five to, and you y'all <laughs> both gave twos. Yep. So it's good that we can disagree. But I'm I'm looking forward to hearing Quinn's thoughts mm-hmm. on this episode because I and yeah, you you did surprise me that you gave it a four point five because you did have very valid lowlights. Mm-hmm. But I guess the highlights outshun the lowlights. It was it was just a brighter. fun episode, you know. I had a good time watching it. Maybe I was just in like you know a better mood than I was when watching the other episodes. But like the the things that were lowlights just didn't bother me that much versus some of the other weeks. And the stuff that was good was good enough that yeah, I was like I was happy to give it a four point five. Now that we're done discussing the episode, let's do some Postmon pondering and predictions. So first up, we have our Postmon Pat questions and comments from the episode 11 podcast on YouTube. So first up, we have Desda, who says that they want to defend the... I'm going to read this from the bottom, because a lot of people came in to defend Angoramon this week, and it would make no sense if people are addressing other people's comments. Okay, we're going... Okay, we'll start from the start rather than starting from the latest. So first up, we have Azael, who says that they're starting to worry about Ghost Game. The plot advances slowly, and not having an evolution in episode 11 and seeing the preview for episode 12 means we won't have the cast achieve their champion forms before episode 14 at least. They're not expecting them to actually advance the plot before achieving them. They're also saying that it's getting too repetitive to see Monster of the Week, which is misunderstood, fighting it, and then the Mon of the Week just walks away after some dumb talk. Mm-hmm. And hopefully episode 12 kind of changes their opinion because it does i mean it does do a talk but it's it certainly sort of... does the thing but it has the implication that there's you know more to it than that but yeah there's still no angoramon evolution though still no angoramon evolution yeah speaking of angoramon next we have tassie who is the first angoramon defender who says they're defending angoramon because they don't think he ghosted ruri and they say that the first time he left was during the night and ruri was sleeping Though she woke up, but that's besides the point. The second time he left, he told her he would have to go and would be busy that day and had plans. Ghosty is just disappearing without explanation or telling anyone for an extended period of time. Also, Angoramon's not obligated to tell his plans. Angoramon and Ruri are basically just roommates bordering on friends, and this episode is in itself just an evolution of their friendship. Before this, they don't really seem necessarily that close. They also say that they think that it might have been assumed that because they're partners they suddenly have to be really close and they prefer how gradual this has been but they also like how Angoramon has his own life and friends just like Rui does in fact they think Rui and Angora are fairly similar in a lot of ways and yeah I I totally agree I don't think I I should have defended Angoramon in the last episode a little bit more but yeah it is a very much an assumption that we make that the human and their partner Digimon are super tight-knit and super close and they're super friendly and Digimon's only touched on, like, them not being so, a few, like, a very small handful of times. The original adventure did with Beomon and Sora, how Beomon was very lovey, and Sora was like, hey, we just met, why are you trying to cuddle up to me, you weird giant pink bird? Like, mm-hmm. it's very much only done a few times where they aren't immediately super close. Mm-hmm. They're always instantly, like... Oh, we're 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 best friends. So that's a, that's a very good point. That why should we believe that Angoramon and Ruri would share everything with each other? They literally just met like a few days ago. So it just it ha- does have that. Feel- oh, I guess a lesson. Of- it's been a few months, which because mm-hmm. it's been Halloween. But in in any case, it's they've just sort of met. Why should they be friends? So so that that's very valid. The answer that I will give to that is because we already know that Angoramon knew that it was causing Ruri some anxiety, and he could have just said, "Hey, don't worry, I'm just hanging out with friends." Yeah, no, that 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 would have made sense. Next, we have Leoli, who actually says something that I I was last week's episode. I was reminded by something, but I couldn't quite put my finger on why the 
the plot point of, oh, uh, big sword, just slice lemons. Like, that felt very familiar, but I couldn't really... I didn't say anything because I wasn't sure what it reminded me of or if I was just making it up. Mm-hmm. But Leoli points out that the resolution reminds them of how in the Lilo and Stitch cartoon, the Mon of the Week would often be given a, something to mm-hmm. do with their powers or something to, to get rid of all the energy that they had. Mm-hmm. And that was something I really enjoyed. You're extremely right, that... and I just realized. Yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> I yeah, watched and that that's a lot not, like I, used, that's I used to love that show, mm-hmm. but every week we were just like, "Oh, here is the mon of the week. The mon of the week has too much electricity. Oh, we'll we'll need electricity for the lighthouse, mm-hmm. like, or um, this one is really good at sandwiches, but he doesn't isn't really, but he has all the powers of Stitch, but he's really good at making sandwiches. So he just makes sandwiches, mm-hmm. which is really cute. And they were just really nice. Uh, it was sort of resolutions where it was a solution like hey you have this don't worry we need this and i really appreciated that but yeah very wow. much so that is yeah like that i hadn't thought of that show in about a decade thanks for the little blast from the past there commenter yeah no, no, i pre- appreciated next we have tgs who says four out of five kind of filler but they really liked how Angoramon and Ruri had a character interaction. They think the core six have just been fun characters, and they also like the nod to Repamon lore about their tales. Both characters and nods to Digilore have been a highlight of Ghost Game to them so far. And I, I agree. I like, I like, I do like how they're handling Mon of the Week. It's not just like, oh, Mon of the Week, this is the Digimon. They're sort of going into a little bit more. I, I really appreciate that. Next, we have Andrew, who says that one thing they have to say is that we all expected Angoramon to evolve, and adding the the previews, we can't ever know what to expect in an episode. Like, one episode can seem normal, but that can change in a second, like in the System on Cart ep with the Uber Tailmon. Mm-hmm. Then we have them saying, but still, people have short patience for anything to plot to happen, so better the big bad shadow to appear, second in command, minion to start to appear, even a message from Hollow Dad to be a start. And yeah, I, I get mm-hmm. that. I'm just, I, I, I don't mind too much the way that we're going. Like, I, we don't know how many episodes are in this season. It could be 50 episodes. It could be more than that. It could be less than that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not really sort of waiting for anything. Having said that, I'd much rather them keep the big bad a secret for now on the basis that in other series we don't really know the big bad until the last four episodes anyway. Except for Atmon. So I, except for Atmon, which is like episode one, this is the bad guy. Mm. Episode 50, this is the bad guy. It's it's nice when the bad guy is the same. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I felt like that, that was, that's a much better way of doing it if we don't, we don't necessarily need to have a bad guy in the first like, 10 episodes because in Digimon, except Faratmon, the bad guy doesn't really show up into the last chunk anyway, so it, mm. it's fine. I mean, just because it's standard doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I wish they would give us some more hints about what's going on here so I can know whether or not we're going to have overarching story because I'm kind of beginning to resign myself to the fact that like, okay, yeah, they're leaning into the episodic and it's just going to kind of be, you know, at the end of the day, everything goes back to just the way it was. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We have Twilord who says that they have some thoughts about Witchinley, which is another Bandai property. It's where Wizarmon is from and they really want a Digimon Universe Witchinley to go alongside Digimon Universe Apple Monsters and build that sort of multiverse. And yeah, I... I agree. I wish we had more information about Witch and Lee in Digimon because there's actually a few Digimon now who we know come from the, the Witch and Lee universe, which is really interesting. But in any case, next we have Dedicated Gazi who says they love how Bokemon is the professor in the series. And say what we will about Frontier, they really love the callback to Bokemon is the bookkeeper who explains the digital world idea that started there. And yeah, completely agree. Bokemon is the best thing from Frontier for me, so I very much appreciate that we get Bokemon in this series again. And also, Bokemon's in the manga that's currently being published, which is Digimon Dreamers, and I've been translating that on YouTube if, y- if y'all are interested, but Bokemon basically summons the human to the digital world to help the Digimon evolve. It's really cute. Next, we have Geozaga, who says they always saw the moments when the attack name appears in the head, and they call the names, and it's like they're in sync with each other, and it boosts their attack compared to what they would do normally. And yeah, I I, I like the little blast of inspiration as well. I'm I'm a big fan of it. It does make them feel like they're more in sync, and it, mm-hmm. it just makes them feel like they're the humans are participating more. 
Yeah. Next, we have Dash, who wants to defend Angoramon. He leaves during the night where he thinks Rui's asleep, and when she asks, he just says he's being busy. And then we have Rui inviting Hero to the, ca- the cafe, and once her friends come, she literally leaves Hero there. So she could have called instead, and it could have been an email. It's not perfect, but it does show both sides being wrong. Oh, yeah. And I, I agree with that. Both sides were wrong, but I still think that Angoramon was more wrong. No, I, I feel like, I feel like both, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm on Angoramon's sides here. Both could have been more commutative, but um, he doesn't really owe much of an explanation to Ruri because they're kind of not, been, at the end of the episode, they're closer, at least. Yeah. Next, we have Black Nightmon, who says the fight scene in the episode was amazing. They're super surprised. They like how the kids call out the attacks and the Digimon executed it. The evolutions were all pretty basic, to be honest. And yeah, I get that. Next, we have Narumi, who says they watched the episode after hearing the podcast, and they still think the episode is a 5 out of 5 for them. They liked the way they developed Rui and Angoramon's bond and the resolution of the Digimon of the Week. They did expect Angoramon to evolve, but they're glad glad that did not happen, because it would not feel deserved. Just a rough solution to beat the Repamon. They also think that Angoramon could not beat Repamon by himself without evolving, because Repamon would dodge all of Angoramon's attacks, because Angoramon isn't very fast. So having Kaos Gamamon to help Angoramon is a better solution than just rushing on with Angoramon's evolution. They're curious about Rui's backstory because it seems like she has a conflict with herself and trust issues because she's felt hurt when Angoramon was hiding a secret from her. And yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I, I, gave, I gave the episode a 5 out of 5 too. I think it was also my favourite. So I, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who was like, yes, last episode, really good. And then lastly, finally, we'll get on to Destars, who also says that he feels the need to defend the bunny as well. They say that although one could bring up the idea that the kids have been kind to Digimon and Angoramon can vouch for them, we don't really know how they would take in the information that there's all these Digimon hanging out, and if they would shun him because of his affiliation. He also tries to sneak off whenever Ruri is sleeping, and when that doesn't work, he confesses that he's busy. Ruri is starting to show that she has a bit of a self-serving attitude with what she demands from others, but never gives anything back in return. And yeah, I kind of agree, especially with how she treated Hero, like she invited Hero out for literally just her to complain, and mm-hmm. then she leaves. Like, that that's still, like, yeah. a kind of annoying thing. That's certainly a valid point there, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, so that's all we have for Postmon Pat this week. What are your thoughts about the series so far? I'm still on board for it. I, I liked this episode, and it's got me a little more hopeful. Um, but, yeah, like I was saying, I guess I'm uh, perhaps resigning myself to the fact that we're just more episodic than we traditionally are, and we might not have much in the way of long overarching story. Uh, so I hope that I'm incorrect about that. But uh, if I am incorrect about it, I hope that we get some more interesting stories. Because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what uh, what all they could keep doing without adding some overarching plot to keep me interested just episode to episode you know yeah at least not through however long it lasts if it ends up running you know 60 plus Mm. episodes Mm. yeah i just i mean still my my thoughts about the series so far is still very much hurt by each episode why is it 20 minutes long and i i won't go on to that too much because i've already really really dug (laughs) in that point but it just Ah, my gosh, each episode could be so much better if we had a little little bit more time. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep. But uh, I don't really have any other thoughts yeah. other than that. I'm, I'm still excited for more episodes, yeah. especially because we have a bad guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Looks interesting. Yeah, me too. It's called uh, Executioner. Mm-hmm. And this preview, while all the previews for episodes of Ghost Game have been fairly vague, this one really takes the cake. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i not sure if I just wasn't paying attention because I was too busy like organizing my notes or if no information was given to us. Oh, no, it looked like it was almost spelling it out for me. <laughs> oh, really? Well, maybe not. Like, I, don't, I guess it depends on what you would qualify as like specific information. I don't know. I feel so like we got a pretty overarching, or at least a, we got a, a good you know introduction to the conflict i guess so here's oh, yeah, here's no, my I, I mean, like, uh, well i guess and now that i, I think mean, like, about it that's pretty much what all the other ones have done too so maybe i'm just wrong yeah. <laughs> oh no i mean i i got to the point of like what's what's sort of happening but i mean like information as in i don't think we really saw what digimon is happening next week we don't know if there's mm-hmm. an evolution like it was so very do you want my vague. theory about that yeah yeah sure go ahead it's not a big bad digimon next week what if we have a oh? Digimon Hunter? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That sounds so good, though. Because that was definitely a physical knife that dropped to the ground, and I know that means basically nothing, because they can just make it as physical or incorporeal as they want, but, you know, still. 
that's my that's my wild prediction that I'm running with. It's a human hunting the Digimon. It's going to be someone that one of the kids knows. And the horror of this episode is realizing that someone close to you could actually be like a violent person without you having any idea. Yeah, I mean, that that could be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or if we get a nothing personnel kiddo Digimon, then that's also fine. Yeah, I'm just, they definitely could go some interesting ways with this. Mm-hmm. Also, it looked I like in the preview if, yep. that we finally actually like definitively had a Digimon die, so that's kind of neat. Um, I'm hoping it's not oh, yeah. another like its soul is actually trapped in the blade scenario, or like a oh no, you see, this is the knife that we use to teleport back to the digital world, lol, sort of scenario. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm especially with the title of Executioner. Like, I hope there's something that's yeah. It sounds like we'll have more stakes. Like, yeah, I hope there's some actual real violence at the moment it feels pretty like <laughs> what a sentence to say yeah yeah but it's just just craving some like, violence oh yeah just Some-ish. craving that craving that big violence energy mm-hmm. so yeah no that that's an interesting thought i'm hoping that we get a little bit of stakes like it's not just oh the because every other episode has been like oh as soon as we're just about to kill the one of the week something happens or like it says hey i'm actually misunderstood mm-hmm. i want to know who has the anti-gun blade which is actually a sniper that shoots knives <laughs> oh that you know we always do gun blades but we never do blade guns but now we are presumably yeah. we have a laser sight and then a knife getting launched that's i respect cool. the it's, innovation it's like someone heard about a bayonet and then just misunderstood the point. <laughs> yep. But in any case, so that's our thoughts. Do we have any miscellaneous thoughts about the series or this episode? Uh, nothing that I hadn't already said, I think. I'm just, I'm still, I like Tesla Jellymon more and more every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I like Tesla Jellymon's like uh, fight scene this week. It was good. I wish that, on, I honestly wish that Tesla Jellymon had just kind of continued to wreck face instead of having uh, our third Gammon evolution, but... So yeah, it goes. That could have been cool. Yeah. So so it goes, so it is, and so it does. Alright everyone, so thanks for joining us this time. Obviously, as I mentioned, episode thirteen is in two weeks, not one week, so just be wary of that. So episode thirteen, as you mentioned, is called Executioner. So that's exciting. And it's a shame we have to wait a week, but it'll be nice to have a break. But in any case, link dumps linked in description, and so is our Redbubble. You can contact us and stay updated, so you can email us at lostintranslationmod at gmail.com, or you can comment on this episode on our website, which is lostintranslationmod.com, or, of course, on the episode on YouTube, which is where I read out the comments for Postmon Pat. You can also follow us on that Translation on Twitter, and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore Hero on TikTok, and that's spelt H-I-R-O, and I stream on twitch.tv slash translationmon. Yep, still haven't updated it to be correctly spelt on my <laughs> segment guide, but it is correctly spelt on the actual account, and that's what matters. So it's twitch.tv slash translationmon. And of course, you can chat with us on the Lesson Translationmon Discord server. I'm adding more and more channels every day because... <laughs> We've got more people now, and it's nice to be able to chat to people with different topics and different channels. So check that out if you haven't already. And you could also leave us a review on any podcast catcher that you use. And if I see it, I'll read it out. And if I don't see it, please let me know. Send me a Twitter tweet or an email or something so I can find it and give it a read out. And of course, thank you. Oh, no, that's not thank you. You can donate to our Patreon, <laughs> which linked is little. And I've I was doing so well. I'm sorry. I was doing so well reading at the outro. You got I it. was doing so well. I got it. You can donate to the Patreon, and that's linked in description from as little as a dollar a month, and that gets you access to the Patreon only areas of our Discord server. But there are higher levels, more rewards such as unedited and early episodes, notes, and more. So check that out. And that's that's how I got confused. I usually say, so check that out if you haven't already at the end mm. of the Patreon part. And then my brain autocomplete gremlin went like, and now you thank the Patreon supporters, not just like, and now you talk about Patreon. All right, let, let's let's go. I've, I've solved the brain blip that just happened. So, of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who is Wild and 64 on Archive Our Own. Kadawashi Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236. Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236. Kyle, Lismet, who is a Lekman on Tumblr. Nicholas, Sam, 
Emery. Who, real quick, I need to shout out for making the commission that I gave to Quinn for Christmas. Uh, she loved it, and we're going to go looking for a frame for it in the next few days and actually get it printed Yay. and hung. So uh, for uh, I'll post a uh, picture of that probably on Discord once we've got it. But in the meantime, just so you all have an idea, it is... Uh, all of the Sistermons in uh, one place in Glorious HD for the first time, uh, inviting Jellymon with them, uh, Mean Girls in Get it, uh, Mean Girls Get in Loser We're Going shopping style. Oh, um, yeah, it's I love that. it's pretty excellent. I will I will make that sure to cool. post a picture on Discord once it's done. So thanks again to Emery for that. It was excellent. Thank you. And of course, Emery has a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, which is called Gone Will Hunting, still fantastic name. We also have Magnus, Lucas, Jasonmon05, Patrick, Jason Gray, Tanuki, Jay, David, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, El Lemist, and Michael. And I probably misbrant El Lemist because, and I did probably did it again just then because my tongue is kind of falling out of my mouth. I'm very uh -oh. tired. So you can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can also be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash Edgemon. And you can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Edra. And we finally didn't. I feel like that's the longest recording we've had for a while. Uh, yeah. So that's exciting. We made it a we said, short one. I said... I said to make it a quote-unquote long one, but we ended up making a quote-unquote short one. Yeah. So, or, or actually, rather, a just a regular long one. But in any case, mm -hmm. that was our thoughts on episode 12. Let us know what you thought in the comments, and we'll have a chat about it. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. And I didn't realize I have... No, before we <laughs> buy, thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Chloe for joining me. See, uh, my brain is frazzled. It's the holidays. So, Chloe, where can we find you? Um... In the miasma. In the miasma. Probably. Disintegrating yeah. into the miasma, as always. With any but luck. But now that I've... Th with any luck. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but now that I've said thank you to Yarl and thank you to Chloe for joining me, now we can say goodbye. So we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.